0: Buckle up everyone and welcome to Carpool Rugby League, a show where three minus one rugby league tragics talk everything rugby league on your way to and from work. I'm not Graham, I'm Shane and I'm the Chameleon. Welcome aboard and on with the show. So uh, yes, as you may have realised by now, Graham is is not here this evening. Um, He unfortunately is, is pretty crook at the moment, so uh, he is also the technical sound person with all the music and that, so you're basically left to the dulcet tones of the chameleon and myself this evening, uh, minus, minus some of the great music we, we have, unfortunately. Yeah. So I can throw in a do 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 but that's the best I can do. I was going to, yeah, that's right. Carpool. No, it's going to be horrendous. Yeah, no, that's the song. That's the song. So I suppose... In typical Graham fashion, we will kick off with the uh, with the scores from last week, and what was a really interesting week of uh, rugby league. It all kicked off on Thursday night, where I think um, if you're the Storm fans or a Rabidos fan or a fan of rugby league, you probably couldn't have predicted the score of um, of fifty to nil to the to the Melbourne Storm. Um, Penrith almost got there on Friday night. Uh, they got themselves to 48 in the sharks as well, a duck egg. The eels um, broke through against the roosters 31 to 18. and what was a really ugly match, I, I'm surprised at one stage that two players were on the field. I, I thought I thought both the hits were, were pretty ugly and, and um, anyway, the eels stayed with 13 on the field and they prevailed. Uh, the Knights, well, they they came through for a 24-16 win against the Raiders. Again, if you're watching that match, you're probably thinking, how the hell is this happening? The Titans beat the Tigers 36-28. The Tigers 10 minutes of woe continue where there's just 10 minutes of just really um, what appears to be horrendous football for them. Uh, Cowboys came through 19-18 against the Broncos. The Sea Eagles 38, the Warriors 32. Um, in, in what was, in what was at times an entertaining game, one where defence wasn't really at the forefront, but definitely an entertaining game nonetheless. Uh, what wasn't an entertaining half of football was the first half in the Portaloop game of the week. It lived up to all expectations in in the first half, but the Dragons did end up winning 32 to 12 against the Bulldogs, and their the Bulldogs season just goes from, um, well, you'd like to say bad to worse, but I don't think they're really a bad to begin with. That puts Penrith on top yet again, nine from nine on 18 points. The Eels on 16. On 14, you have the Storm and Rabbitohs, 12, the Roosters. On 10, you have the Dragons. And like we said, that, that must-win game for the Dragons really did mean that they're they're on the heels of the top four. Um, The Titans and Warriors are on 8 points, rounding out the 8. On 4 and against on 8 points, we have the Seagulls and Knights, as well as the Cowboys. The Raiders are on 6 points there. They're on the downhill slide at the moment. Um, The Sharks on 4, the Broncos on 4, the West Tigers on 4, and the Bulldogs, of course, they got off the duck egg last week. They're on 2 competition points. Griffo... A really interesting week of rugby league. Um, I think for me, highlighted by the fact that yet again, the referees put their whistle in their pocket when it comes to sending people in the bin in Parramatta game. And you, you, you messages us during the game. I thought two people should have been off.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was um, yeah. As soon as I saw it, I sent I sent the message. Like, I can't believe that the Parramatta uh, down to 11 men, both uh, Nakora, nakore I'm not sure, which uh, I get him confused with the Sharks guy. Um, Let's call him Nick. Um, Nick in the centres. He should have been nicked off. Yes. And uh, even worse than that was what I saw as being a bit of a dog act from Dylan Brown now I don't know if we can uh, you know we can get a new nickname Doggy Brown or not but um, I, I didn't like it I didn't like it um, and I know he came out and apologized and, and I, look I'm not saying he, he meant to hurt him at all but the reality was he came, came flying along the ground with the knees like what was he trying to do the guy had already scored the try it wasn't good to stop him I don't know what he was trying to do. I I was thinking about this. This guy, Drew Hutchison, Mm. he's a fringe first grader, has been his whole career. Mm. He's never cemented a spot. He's been at a number of clubs. He's been to England and back. And he's trying to forge out a career in the NRL. I I dare say he'd be on one of the the Roosters' lower-paid players, but he's been doing a good job. Um, but he's he's always trying to you know put his best foot forward so he can get another contract. Now he can't do that because he's injured for I you know maybe a month and a half, two months out of the game. Well, he, he's
0: he's in a lot of trouble, like the poor bugger. And and I think for me, sliding with the knees, many you know we, we think back to probably the, the early nineties where. Head high tackle was instantly sent off. I, I often think now, the way players score tries and the way players move into the end goal. I think if you lead with the knees, you've got to be sent.
1: What are they trying to achieve? Yeah, that's
0: my point. It's it's the biggest. It's it's going to cause so much damage to a player. Like if you hit a player high, you know you you, you might smack him around the chops. You okay? You could break a jaw. You, you might knock him out. That's damage that's going to be caused for weeks. I just think the minute anyone leads with the knees in
1: the ingot, goal, it's got to be you got to go. I I agree wholeheartedly. He should have been sent off, and Nakori should have got ten minutes. Yeah. Now it's set off a chain of events. Um, most importantly, poor old uh, Drew Hutchison was in the back of an ambulance with With broken ribs and, and a punctured lung, yeah that's the most important thing, but yeah. we saw Trent Robinson come out in his press conference and tell it like it was, yeah, he said um, it was incompetence, he didn't blame that for the rooster's loss, though many others would argue that uh, it had a huge impact, yeah because Aub- you take Aubin. out Aubin. take out two players for. For 10 minutes, and, and, and we both agree one of those players should have been out for, for the rest of the game, I don't see Parra winning that game. They have, they
0: have 10 minutes with 11 players yeah. on the field. It and would have also
1: unlocked... Um, 100%. Suali, Suali, Suali yeah. to, to yeah. enter the game. I, I, it, it, I got no doubt if it went down that way, Roosters take the two points last week. I, I, Coach Robinson I didn't say that. But he's copped
0: a $10,000 fine. I am bewildered that he got ah. the fine. I really am. I, I thought I thought as a coach he told it the way a coach should. If I was a Roosters fan, I would want him to have said that. So, yeah, I, it, it's a bit um, perplexing for me because I just think that, that that was at the very least what they should have received. Um in other news, that that's sort of a bit interesting during the week. Um, we spoke in the in the uh, in previous uh, carpool rugby league um, episodes about the the Northern American League and one of their star signings, Tony Williams. Of course, he's had his contract torn up because of what he tweeted regarding um, regarding. Jared Hayne, and, and, and his sentence that, that now has occurred. I think if anyone from the North American Rugby League had really contacted any Australian that's watched Rugby League, they probably said, Tony Williams was probably good for this, scriff. It's uh, it's pretty silly. Crazy. Yep. Yeah. Well, Crazy. I, don't know, I, mean, I don't know what he was trying to achieve. Uh, when I read it, I thought it was, it was a very strange rant. So... For anyone that was looking to to follow Tony Williams T Rex, um, it's funny they thought they thought he was t- called T Rex because of his size. Anyone who's watched him play over the years knows it's because he's got crap hands. So um, yeah, that's uh, basically. I think it's good in a way. If they want to establish a competition over there, he's now it's now sent the message you can't say anything silly. Look, as you probably uh, as you probably are hearing the. Um, the tidbits are taking a slightly different turn, a more conversational approach with just two of us today. Uh, it would probably be remiss of us not to mention that news has just come out that it appears Adam Reynolds will sign a three-year deal with the Brisbane Broncos, uh, bringing his bringing his career at the South Sydney Rabbitohs to an end. Uh, Griff, from, from a rugby league perspective, um, good move by him. My, um, securing three years, but I just can't see why. Can, can you enlighten me, Griff?
1: Well, he obviously believes he's got a number of years left in him. He wants to secure his family's future, which, you know, he's he certainly doing. I dare say he hasn't been on peanuts at the rabbit holes for the last few years. He's, I'm sure he's been well-renumerated, because he deserves to be. He's a really good player. Mm. He um, he stood firm on, well, once in three years from South. South stood firm on saying, look, we'll give you one year. We'll see after that. But he wanted the security. He's not a young man in, in football terms. Um, yeah, I, I think it's good for him in terms of You know, he is secure in that financial future. I don't know that it's best for his football. But saying that, he makes the Broncos a much better proposition in uh, 2022 because he is very much the thing that they've needed. Hmm. A guy who's going to direct them around the park. You've got these really good players that we've talked about, particularly in the forwards, who just seem a little rudderless at times. He's going to rudder them around the park. And I think, you know, I'd be really surprised if, if Brisbane don't, uh, don't threaten next year, you know, on the edge of the top four. I, I think they definitely make the eight next year um, with Reynolds there and the, the guys they've already got. Um, so definitely a good signing for the Broncos. Um, Reynolds, well, I think uh, you know he's at a better side in the in the Rabbitohs at the moment. But um, financially, it's obviously in his best interest. He, I believe the Sharks up their offer to uh, to match Brisbane, maybe pass it. And I, th- I thought initially all along he was going to go to the Sharks, hmm. but I think he, he probably sees in Brisbane a, a better chance of of success on the field. Because as, we, as we've as we seen, the Sharks are just, uh, well, they're, they're hitting rock bottom at the moment yeah. on the field. Um, it's going to take a lot to turn that around. So um, with guys like Haas and Pangai Jr. and Carrigan and Flegler and all these young guys, um, Jordan Ricky, um, they've got a really strong forwards and Reynolds does his best work when uh, when he's got that in front of him, we yeah. saw that with the Rabbitohs when they when they won the premiership led by Sam Burgess so yeah I, I think it's really going to um, it's going to ignite Brisbane, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Reynolds because if, if they don't fire he's the man everyone's going to be blaming but I, I do think they're going to be a threat next year um, yeah. maybe not an outright threat to win the comp but certainly, uh, I do expect they make the eight, and they'll be knocking on the door of the top four. I think come next year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I suppose I talking. You can talk as a rugby league fan, and I can talk as a Rabbitohs fan. Um, I, I suppose someone asked someone asked me today if 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 he leaves, would I be salty about the decision? I said, no, not really. I. The only perplexing thing for me, and, and it sort of touches a bit on what you said just a minute ago, Griff, he's been on some good money. Like, he's he's probably gotten, you know, over the years, he's, he's gotten in excess of $6 million, I'd say. Like, I was just trying to do the math in my head. And and I look at that, and I look at it a, 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 as, a, as a wage, and I think about what he could potentially get at South Sydney over the next at least two years, um, I think he would he'd definitely be signed up for next year. And I think unless something went significantly awry, he would definitely get signed the following year. And I just think about it, in the next two years, if you look at that space, he would have been the most capped South Sydney player um, if, if he went to the third year especially. He definitely would have gotten Eric Sims' point scoring record. And he would have been on roughly for two years... The third year might have been pushing it. The same money as he's on now. And I just think for the legacy he could have had and could have left South Sydney with as a one-club player, that's the only thing that bewilders me. You know, he wants to go up to Brisbane because of the lifestyle. I get that. You know, that's fine. Um, You know, the coaching staff up there looks really well-rounded. The thing that perplexes me is that to a rugby league player, it's very rare you get to leave legacies like that, and I just look at it and go, I, "That's the most perplexing," and that's probably the end. Of, that's probably the rugby league fan in me more than the South fan. If he was going to the Storm, get it, not a problem. Go, I you could understand that. The Broncos do have, no, I, I suppose. Um, you know, Coates signing with Melbourne probably takes a little wind out of their sails, but in the grand scheme of things, they're a good team. They need a halfback and he is a very good halfback. Um, for someone who's been a quality player for South Sydney for so long, you can only wish him the best. But, um, you know, there's, when I look at the legacy he could leave at South Sydney after the next two years, there's there's a small part of me that sort of hopes all this is a joke, but it's not. So um, you can only wish him well. I, I, I just I just think back to some of the footy players that that left their clubs for a couple of years to sort of back end their career at another club, and I haven't now outside of Cooper Cronk, who's Cooper Cronk, he's brilliant, and he went to the Roosters, who was just as brilliant a team. There's very few players that, that are happy that they made that move. Especially if they weren't forced out, it was on their own back. And you know, I thought the silly thing today was someone was saying mentioned Greg Alexander. Well, you know, the poor bloke, you can't even mention that in the same breath. Like he left Penrith for a reason that was uh much that had much more heartache involved in it than 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 wanting to have another lifestyle. He, you know, after you know, we all know the story he had, and I don't. Th- I think that's not even comparing apples with apples but I think when we look back he's he's going to have a good career at South Sydney my only question as the rugby league fan is he could have had the legacy and um, you know I only hope he has success Um, not too much success at the expense of South Sydney or Penrith but um, you know they're they're definitely a better player with him in in their roster no no, doubt no doubt
1: that, he's exactly the guy they need.
0: Yeah, and that that um, for you, Cardinal and Myrtle fans, goes the same. I think what the 50 0 scoreline last week showed is that really he's the kicking game, and if if he's not going to be there next year, uh, which he's not, uh, they're going to have to come up with some solutions very quickly. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very it's it's tomorrow everything should be announced and that would put a very annoying and long saga to bed. But we did have a week of rugby league and it would be remiss
1: of us not to jump to you, Griff. What grabbed your eye this week? Well, Shane, there were so many things last week that you could pick. Um, but I do normally like to pick something that I did see when I was actually watching the game when it was live. And, um, and for that reason, I've I've got to go back to last Thursday night when we saw someone, uh, the Fox, Josh Adel Carr, Yeah, wow. score six tries in a match. The first time it's been done since, I think, 1950 or something like that. Now... Yes, when you think of all the games that have been played in that time, and all the games where <laughs> you know a, a good team has played a poor team, uh, and they scored, you know, they, they've they've racked up like seventy points or so. No one has scored six tries as no. an individual, and those uh, classic
0: try scorers like the the Brett Mullins, the uh, the the, um, yeah, the Kelly you know. Yeah, he, was,
1: he was before my time, but he's the record yeah. try scorer. Yes, yes, yes. Um, he didn't do it. um and, and look, in some of those tries, it was just a matter of catch and, and, and run, yeah. let's be honest. But Got not all, Adolkar had some work to do on, on some of them. Yep. And even the ones where, you know, it was pretty much catch and, and, and you run a little bit and score... The guy's always there. He's always there, and you know, always there. He's
0: he's one of the only wingers I I see who finds the line. You know, if any other wingers always at the last minute having to dive and put their arm around and down to put the ball down, it's like as if he's there in a stride. Like that one try he got where Damian Cook was running across the field, it didn't even come near touching him.
1: No oh he's, he's he's the best winger in the game without doubt yeah I um, didn't caught my eye uh, notable mentions uh, to Tommy turbo for and I, I did not see this game um, I saw the highlights but um, he he just tore apart the opposition yeah. um, I was sort of following the scores I, I was at uh, I was at a Mother's Day uh, event. Uh-huh. Um, up on the central coast, where I've got a little tidbit of information, actually, come out of that. I'll tell you that in a sec. But um, I was I was following the scores, and I tipped the Warriors, so I was wanting a Warriors victory, and at halftime, they were looking good. And then um, I saw 20-all, and then all of a sudden, it, it updates again, and then it's like 36-20. I thought, what's happened here? Um, mm. So Tommy Turbo has run riot, for the Sea Eagles, um, he's he is doing things that that I didn't think possible. And I know I, I might have to. I did leave the Sea Eagles out of my top eight. Um, if there's Tommy Turbo playing every week, they they make it no doubt. But uh, he was good, and then the Kyle felt try the, the uh, yes. With the go gadget arms sticking out, and uh, amazing—that was amazing as well. So there was some absolute brilliance uh, in round number nine mm. to come out. And the other thing that the, the first—I well, was, I was at this game live—was was the uh, the Matt Burton try, where yes. yeah. the amazing skills of of Cleary, Luai. And uh, from my vantage point, what seemed like a bullet pass to Burton to, to score. Um, that certainly, you know, I, I said to my, my mates at the game, I said, that was an absolute awesome try. There was so much. Um, uh, this NRL, it, it, uh, I mean, I'm a fan. Uh, I, I'm, I'm an absolute fan. But every week we just see so much and we think, oh, gee, that's amazing. <laughs> Uh, and, it, and it continues to be so. We're we're in a, an era now where we're really seeing very good quality rugby league, um, and and a lot of that goes to the, the rule changes we've seen to speed up the game. Um, it's brought back the uh, the little guy, uh, and uh, made it harder for the for the big uh, the big guys, uh, and it's certainly made for a more entertaining game. There were two... just on that little bit of tidbit yeah. of info. Um, my nephew, who uh, who played uh, junior the league with and is a good friend of Scott Drinkwater, tells me that Scott Drinkwater has resigned for the Cowboys for another two years, but I've not seen that reported anywhere. No, so, no, um, I don't know if, if that's um, that's Todd Payton. Very good work, really. Well. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I can't come. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know. The Cowboys haven't come out and said that, but this is what I've got we're, told. Heard
0: it here first, people.
1: You heard it here first. Uh, you know, obviously, <coughs> it's not true. That I look like an idiot, but um, I'll just put it out there. Um, and I said to, her, I said, well, you know, wh- where where would they play in? Because they've signed Deirdre and they've signed Chad Townsend. And, yeah. and as I said to to him, I said, look. He's better than both of those guys, but
0: uh, he'll be playing just, in the
1: halves. Well, why <laughs> yeah, doesn't
0: bugger it up?
1: I don't know why. Why you saying well, Townsend and Dean, especially Townsend? Well, the price they're paying. I mean, yeah. but you know that's that's the Cowboys. Maybe they well.
0: maybe they all want a good head of hair. Maybe he's maybe up he's, maybe he's up there for other. Maybe, maybe share some with me. Maybe he's up there for other reasons. <laughs> Maybe anyway, there for reasons Good for luck to football. it. Yeah, good luck to 100% it. 100 percent if you're gonna get it. Um but yeah, were you're right, Griff. Um that ball there was another ball that Tommy Turbo threw, which is a cracker. A fifteen minute fifteen meter bullet pass that that was dead straight. It didn't move. It was just this and, and and players can do it now. I I I I think Billy Slater, he was really the first guy that that we saw being able to throw that fullback bullet pass that that could do that, and it, it's now just a, an extra string to nearly all their bows. And Lou, I oh, would talk. you
1: talking, expect it now? Yeah, yeah, you, you do. It. You do.
0: And and it's no it's no coincidence. You've seen teams where a fullback might be out; they're putting five 8s into fullbacks, and people like the Trowell Mitchell becoming a fullback on the back of being able to have a good passing game. Um, we're going to talk about origin uh, a little bit later people, but I, I dare say, well, I dare say that um, Luai and Cleary will feature heavily. Um, well, no, let's not talk about it a bit later. Let's talk about it now. Um, origin is just around the corner. Um, we just mentioned Cleary and Luai. and they're, they're, they're probably going to feature prominently, uh, in the origin. I, I think, I think it's fair to say that they're, they're, they're both in my team. Um, Griffo, who do you have playing for New, for New South Wales um, if the team was picked tonight?
1: Okay, we've got to go at position, position, Shane, or uh, the whole you, thing? you
0: throw yours out first and we'll, we'll see right. how we go because I reckon we're not going to be far off.
1: Okay, so uh, this is what I panned down a little earlier. James mm. Tedesco, fullback and yep. captain of the team, as he was uh, mm-hmm. yep. uh, in last year, re- re- replacing Boyd Cordner. I've got Josh shadow at number two or five. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got uh, Latrell at three. I've got Tommy Turbo at four. I've got Brian Toto at five. Mm-hmm. Uh, at six is Jerome Lui. Seven, Nathan Cleary. So that's the back line. <coughs> um, yep. Then uh, how does that compare with your back line? Spot on. Similar? Spot on
0: okay I, the only question i had and i penned down originally i'll tell you what i did pen down originally i didn't have to in there only because i think that in origin they're going to bomb the daylights out of him and then i thought about it i went you know what they've got to get there first I, I think our forward pack would know that and be able to tackle strategy and be able to tackle well enough. He makes too many meters not to be in the side. I, I was going to have Tommy Turbo on the wing and Whiten in its centers, but that was a combination that was absolutely woeful last year. So I went yeah. for the same as you. To- oh, misses out if Pappenhausen was fit.
1: Okay. So forwards, I've got up front, Payne mm-hmm. Haas, yep. Damien Cook, and Junior Paulo. Yep. as the front row.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. I've got Angus Crichton and Keon Kaloa Matangi in the uh, second row. And I've got Locke uh, Azea Yo. Um, On the bench, I've got 14 Ryan Pappenhausen, 15 uh, Daniel Saifiti. I think he's the better Saifiti. Uh, I hope I got the right one there. He is, yeah. Um, I've got Cam Murray at 16, Mm -hmm. and I've got Liam Martin. At 17, um, and then I've got uh, I've, I've I've put 18 and 19 um, who'd be in the squad uh, being Victor Radley and yeah. uh, Jack Whiten. Okay, uh, I couldn't I couldn't put Jack Whiten in the centres because no. he was no he that's, was awful yeah last I, week. I
0: changed that I Grefe that's very very similar. The only differences the only differences I actually had to you was. Um, I actually didn't have Papenhausen because I wasn't sure of his availability. So if if I if Papenhausen's fit, he's in my team somewhere. Um, happy at fourteen, like you. Uh, the only difference I really had was Colin Matangi to the bench, um, with Colin Matangi to the bench with Angus Crichton. Sorry, not Angus Crichton. Cameron Murray starting, and Jake in, from, row in the second role. Yep, and right. ja- and Jake Trepovitch.
1: You got Jake there, okay. Yeah. Uh, I left uh,
0: it. I I, I I had him out. I had him out. I remember we we spoke a couple of weeks ago about possible I uh, I saw the game on the weekend and I went, he's starting it he was pretty good. And I think if I wanted if I wanted a middle guy to just tackle so that people like Colin Matungi couldn't do that attacking flare do that attacking flare stuff that he can do, um, I thought he was a good fit in the middle. Um, it probably hasn't been the best to form at the start of the season, but in the last couple of weeks, he's coming back. And I thought, well, you better have an old head there. It, he would drop off if if um, Pappenhausen's fit. I I, I I had Pappenhausen on the wing instead of Toto if he was fit, but more than happy to put Toto in the side and have Pappenhausen in the 14, um, which would make my bench uh, Pappenhausen. Well, now it would make it Pappenhausen, Atungi, um Trebojevic, and
1: Leo Martin. I like him. No, no Safiti, then. No. Okay, fair enough. Look, I, I, I don't think, um, I don't think we'll see uh, Jake dropped, which would effectively be if he's not in the team, be dropped. Um, and I, I also think I expect to see Tyson Frizzell... Will be there I I'm personally
0: yeah, Not pick him I, I Yeah I agree with you I, I I, agree with you I think last year Players were picked On form At At the detriment Of the, of the team In the end I I really I love Le- I love Martin At the moment He's just in a side That's winning I, I You want You want you know, people talk about the stick and pick mentality of of the of the um, of the Maroons when they won those. Yeah. How many it was nine or something? But they won. We didn't last yeah. year. That's yeah, yeah, and, and the same with last year. The thing is, what was what's interesting is what you forget about their pick and stick mentality is they only pick and stick with sides that were doing well, sides that had that winning mentality, and that's what I, that's what I love about now. All right. Penrith should feature prominently in this side. They've got a winning culture. They're doing well. Penrith should have um Penrith should have a, a plethora of people in this team. And I I I just look at it, they should have the halves. Um if, you know in some ways when I look at the centres, um, I, I need Trovoyovich there. If you know, like, if someone said to me, Brian Tottenham is too small, you can't have him, I would have him, because the guy can run, How much, he's run something like 15Ks worth this year or whatever. It's yeah, phenomenal. He's, 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 he's outstanding.
1: He's created records. He's, he's created he
0: records. Like he's got to be my, my there. Base. But, okay, the argument amongst a lot of people in rugby league land is he's too short, and on that side you're going to have people like Cable tower over him. All right. You know who I'd have in that centre over Whiten, and I hope he's a blue because I haven't really done my homework here. Is Matt Burton?
1: He's definitely a blue. Shane. He's from Dubbo.
0: He's in. If he he is, he is the other centre I would put in and put Javorovic to the wing. Okay. Or I'd have, oh, I'd have Pappenhausen in the starting lineup. Um, Latrell Pappenhausen centres. And Burton number fourteen. Oh, Look, at Matt Burton to get
1: the job done. I got no doubt oh, about
0: it. He is—he's phenomenal. When he caught that ball, there's a ball he caught. He's done it three times, and I love it because it's something. When I was coaching football, I, I used to say to my to the players, "You can do this. You just you just turn into a different player." He runs as he's catching the ball and as he's catching it he's already on the outside of the he would not look out of place playing for new south wales.
1: Oh, I'm sure he'll be there one day. and, um,
0: and, and uh, maybe I, this year, maybe who knows. And I just look at it and go Penrith, do a lot worse. Penrith have to feature prominently at the moment. Jack Whiten's in a side that's losing. I'm not saying that I he can't play out of position. Last year we tried that and it failed. Um I think we need people there that are going to make a difference. We need a halves, five-eighth combination. We've got it. Um, Tedesco has to be fullback. He, he's, you know, no no offence to Jabojevic or Pappenhausen. He is. Or Latrell Mitchell, who's also playing fullback at the moment. He is the best player in the world. Um, and still has that. Uh, I think still has that title. Pappenhausen's not too far behind. Um, but look, if, if we've picked almost the same side, so we're we're we we're, we're on the same page as each other. I just think they've got to start going with with winning formulas, and Penrith is a winning formula. Unfortunately, always around Origin, it means they they're going to probably have a loss, which you know the way it's looking. Yes, you know like it would be know.
1: the benefit of the West Tigers because... Yeah, oh, uh, that would be right. Oh, hang on. They may, <coughs> they may not. <laughs> well, <laughs> it depends how many they got, Shane. Like, uh, if you go and pop Matty Burton in there as well... Well, that's well. true. And
0: that's it. And I just I just think... I, I just look at that Penrith side and you know what? It's just at the moment full of so many good players playing such good football and we haven't talked about people like Capewell who's going to be playing for for the Blue, for the Queensland yeah, side. for the Maroons so they're going to be without and, and you know it's yeah you know, it's a, you know it's you're also talking about people like Coruscant. you know I know he hasn't played a lot of footy but putting a bit of heat on you know I, it's just Damien Cook has been in fantastic form at the start of this year he's he really has been um, is probably one is probably the game where you thought you know he didn't do much was last week. And to be honest, if there was my in boots award for last week, it was the South Sydney forwards because they only had one forward out of their starting lineup. No rubbish. So, um, you know, I look at the blue side and I think it's about time we went for some winning strike power. And I think that's that's coming close.
1: Yeah, I I think the Blues, I'll go through my own team in a moment, but I think the Blues have got an advantage in the backline. Yeah. But I think the the Queensland pack has definitely uh, got the advantage. But anyway, here we go with Queensland. Yeah. I think this backline pretty much picks itself. Mm -hmm. Caelan Ponga at fullback, Val Holmes and uh, Xavier Coates, the wingers, Dane Gagai and Kirk Cape, well, the centres. Monster and uh, Cherry Evans are halves. Um, I, I can't see anyone out of, you know, unless there's an injury or something. I, I think that's going to be the Queensland backline. Picks itself. Um, and you, could you throw anyone in there, Shane, that, no, that, that I'm out missed? No, no, that picks itself.
0: Yeah. I I agree with you.
1: Yeah. Then uh, up front, we've got uh, Christian Welsh and Josh Papaliti. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they pretty much picked themselves. You know, Papaliti's not, you know, it has been about out of sorts, but put my own jersey on him, he'll be yeah. back to his best. Wasn't bad, Harry Brad will be the hooker. He, he, to me, is is the number one hooker in the game, even though, you know, low in experience, but high in quality. Brilliant. Um, Brilliant second, player. Second, yeah, he's outstanding. And he's out this week, uh, which is a big loss for them. Um, Fifita and Kthusi, uh the second rows, and then uh, the hard man, Big Tino, Farsu awi at 13. And what a, what a series he had last year in that position. I think that six has certainly got it over any six that New South Wales can field. Um, but again... Games aren't one on paper. Then on the uh, on the bench, and uh, uh, I've i sort of struggled with this a little bit, um, there may be a player, maybe particularly a, a front row that I've missed. But I've gone with Jai Arrow. He'll be there. I've got Corey Oates on the bench. Um, he can fill in the back line or in the back row at a pinch. Yeah. Mo Foto-Waker, uh as a, uh, a prop. And then Jaden Sewell, who's been outstanding for the Rabbitohs, also on the bench. Yeah, maybe yep. Um, Wallace from the from the Titans may have. Uh, you know, he might be number eighteen or something mm-hmm. like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can't argue with uh, anything you just picked there, mate. That's um, the Queensland side does tend to pick itself, and and you look at you look at it, and just as you were going through there, I I just thought. And and as I was thinking about the blue side, one of the things I did was I said, okay, if I was picking a blue side, then I'm picking a um uh I'm picking a blue side and then I'm picking a um a maroon side. Who could I pick that would offset the other? And the Ford pack was really tough. Um yeah, I I suppose I I had uh, – can you just go through your forward pack again, Griff? I yep. was just
1: – Okay. Sorry. So number eight, Christian Welch. Yep. Number nine, Harry Grant. Yep. Ten, Josh Papali. Yep. Papaliti, as he's now yep. known. Yep. Uh, David Fafita and Felice Kafusi in the second row. Yep. And then Big Tino Fasua Malawi, the lock. And then on the bench, Jai Arrow, Corey Oates, Mo Fatoueka, and Jaden Sewer. Okay, I I actually swapped
0: um, Corey Oates for AJ Brimson.
1: Oh, oh yeah. that's, yep, that's I, the
0: only. Do- that's why that's, I was just I was just thinking yeah. where it all fit in. So yeah, that's the only difference. Yeah, no, I have. I
1: I, uh, I would agree with that. That's that's the missing uh, person there, AJ Brimson, yep. uh, as a similar role to Ryan Pumpinghouse. Yep, yep. And again, um, we've so, picked almost player for player, haven't we? Really? Yeah, um, yeah. So I I, I agree, Shane. Um, yep. Brimson's got to be there. Um, so I did, as I said, I, I was saw in a bit of a rush there with those no, reserves. No. So I had Jay Arrow there, and I thought, who else am I putting in there? And yep. definitely Sua. Um, he's he's been really good.
0: I think he's been fantastic, and um, yeah, he he's he he's done he's he's he's, he's done a bit there, I, I, and I think. Um, It'd be interesting. I, I would definitely start Kafusi, but um, wouldn't be surprised if if Sua got the nod. I, I, I I'd, I'd, actually, if it was me coaching, I'd prefer him off the bench. But can Kafusi to start? But yeah, we we're on the same page in yeah. in in all uh, that. It's. I think it's
1: it's always you know harder to pick a blue side than a maroon side. Mm. It seems that way, you know, in, in those. Those years where the Maroons totally to the dominated again, they, they just pretty much picked themselves. Yep. Um I think part of that is a bigger playing pool available to yep. the blues. Yeah. Um, but yeah. We thought, you know, maybe we we're gonna see a bit of a run of blues for, for some time and then last year against the odds,
0: yeah, yeah, we would and, beat them. And and, uh, and you know, and I think when you with when you look at the Maroons, they've also they're a bit blessed because you know like Lindsay Collins who's injured, maybe could have yeah, been on the bench have, as well. He would
1: have been there, Collins. Yeah, yeah, would be on
0: there for photo wake up for me, but yeah, yeah for yep, sure.
1: Yep. Um, you know, and, and and I don't think it's going to be too far away where we'll probably see uh, the number seven will be Young Walker from well, from the Roosters. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, well, we thought there that the future was looking good for the Blues. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden we're seeing, you know, you yeah, throw in Maurice Walsh as, a, as yeah, another yeah, guy yeah. who yeah. at 18 years of age is going to cause a lot of problems for, for the New South Wales Blues in, in years to come. But that that's why we love it. Yeah. Because we see the best uh, against the best. And... Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward. I haven't bought my tickets I've not looked into it, but I'll be there. Yep. Um, that's just something to do over the next few days. Is I'm not sure if, if it's um, – I'm sure they would have been, but I just uh, well, I haven't seen been. it advertised. It just... They've been advertised in the Melbourne game. but yep. Anyway, um, it's definitely something to look forward to and, uh, and, and just around the corner now.
0: Most definitely, Griff. Um, but first um... – We're going to be looking forward to this week's round of Rugby League. So let's kick it off this week. It's easy to know where they're being played at because they're all being played at Suncorp Stadium. And I voiced my opinion last week that tomorrow night I'm not going to have anything to watch because the first game of the week starts on Friday, the 14th of May at 6 o'clock it is the West Tigers versus the Newcastle Knights what a way to kick off um, magic round and it would be an absolute magical thing if these two teams could produce something half decent to kick us off um, when we look at the when we look at the uh, when we look at the teams um, very interesting coach McGuire revamps spine Adam DeWahey here to center Moses and by to 58. Uh, Jacob Little, uh, he's back in dummy half roll. Jake Sim uh, Simkin dropping to the bench. Sean Bloor and half back Jock Madden have been named on the interchange. And and that's good to see Sean Bloor there because he he um, he, he, is, he is very good. Um Talau returns from suspension and Zach Seney, who had a dream uh, debut. Um Turned into a you know um, a nightmare, nightmare week. last <laughs> week. He's just yeah, it went it just poor bugger. You know it was rocks and diamonds, wasn't it? But anyway, um, that's what you get when you chuck the uh, Tigers jersey on, really. So, oh, absolutely, um, uh, that's it. Um, the West Tigers um, in their joint club history worst start defensively. Uh, after nine rounds So that's interesting and They've uh, had
1: some bad years defensively too Yes, yes So the first Never nine been known runs. for their defence No, nah, no nah.
0: And um, their attack's not to crash on either
1: No But they, in, in past years They've been known as as a flashy team Particularly in yeah, the years dead. When Benji and Robbie Were, dead, death, were directing uh, affairs of the Tigers They've got to buy
0: a bedazzler To put on that jersey That's the only way they're going to look flashy In the weeks to come um, Brayden Musgrove for the Knights has been named despite uh, suffering a rib injury uh, while uh, Toa remains, uh, retains his place, sorry, on the wing um, after his late call-up to take the place of Heimel Hunt. Uh, with the same, re- same 17 retained from Newcastle's comeback win in Wagga Wagga, um, Hunt has to contend himself on an extended bench. Uh, Hendrick Lee still waiting to make his return. And Mitch Barnett will make his 100th NRL appearance. Um, it's 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 look. It's going to be the first game of the round to kick off Magic Round. Griffo pros cons. Where do you see this going?
1: Oh. I think in this magic, uh, I think we might see a disappearing act somewhere, Shane. Oh, that's, I don't know which team will disappear, but one of them will. It has all the hallmarks. It's,
0: uh, it's got all the hallmarks of the port uh, <laughs> game of the week, mate. Kick oh, off look. With, you, know, you, you cannot. Look, Griffo, you can only go better from here. The games will only get
1: better. I, You just with both of these teams, you cannot say anything with confidence. Um, The West Tigers, there was a huge fanfare after you know they beat the Dragons at at Wollongong, and
0: uh, and we got we got ribbed a bit because we actually were quite critical of Dragons. We we said they were rubbish, and a few people said, "Oh, come on, the Tigers—they were played all right." and
1: Okay. Well, all right, if you the Tigers—they so? played all right. That's that's it. <laughs> good on them. They played all right. Um, look, I, I'm going to tip Newcastle, Shane. Yes. Simply because I can't tip the Tigers. No. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the West Tigers win this game. When they put it together, um, they look like a good football side. The thing that surprised me about this is is that the guy who's been arguably their best player this year, in uh, Adam Duhehe, playing at six, is now playing at three. You, you stole my thunder, Griffo. It's exactly yeah.
0: what I was going to bring up. I can't believe that. I, I can understand the team not playing great football at the moment. He's one player who's actually been he's been the beacon of hope for them. You know, he's gotten a number of repeat sets at times. He's got the ball wide. He's shifting the ball early. He's not going to get any early ball this week with M.Y. at the 5-8. Um, in, in, in um, it's, 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 I think it's all going to break down at, at, at the halves. And, and, and you've taken what's been the only beacon you've got out of that and put him in the centre and and he's not going to get the early ball because they're going to want to throw it to Leilua. Why? Because Leilua is going to cry if he doesn't get the ball.
1: I I, I don't I don't understand it. Um, uh, I, interestingly, I don't know if Jock Madden if this is his debut game or not, but he's a half as well. Um, so they've dropped. Simkin, who did some good things as as a dummy half, he's now on the reserves as is Stefano Ute-Kamanu um, so on that, you know, merry-go-round of of in-and-outs for the Tigers um Stefano and and Simkin are are on the outs for this week, they might be back next week
0: Yeah, uh, Jock Madden will be making his debut I'm thinking.
1: Okay, so Jock Madden is debut, um He's known. been talked I'm about for, for sure. a year or two. Yeah. Uh, he is a half. So that's interesting because whether they're going to play him uh, at nine and take little off for, for a little while, um, I'm not quite sure. But, yeah, I'm really surprised to see Moses end by at six. Yeah. Um, uh, no well, one more self, no self-proclaimed, one more. Uh, oh. self-proclaimed marquee signing. Well, I think no uh, one's
0: more surprised than Arun uh, himself.
1: Yeah, uh, look, it's the Tigers, uh, and, and, and decisions made within that club—something are, are that I could spend the rest of my life trying to work oh. out and not come yeah. up with the answers. Yes. But to Tigers supporters, you are a chance this week. There is no doubt about it. You- Newcastle are not a consistent performing rugby league team. They got the, the Chockeys last week. Um, I didn't tip them. Uh, I thought Canberra would beat them, but to, to Newcastle's credit, they came back from a 16 nil deficit in Wagga Wagga and uh, really embarrassed uh, the Raiders. Some of the Raiders' defence uh, in that second half was was dreadful. Yeah. Um, Keelan Ponga did well, but for all his talent, um, yeah, yeah, some of the defence on it was just horrible.
0: Well, oh. I agree. I, I think when we look at it, Griffo, um, the fact that two Leiluas are playing on the same field together, well, that's bound to, to have some sort of uh, detrimental impact. Uh, Bradman Best needs to play a really good game this week for me. Um Kurt Mann and Crossland aren't a halves combination that thrills me to bits, but probably a frag better than Brooks and Embi. Um, Jaden Braley, uh, he really needs to come into his own in this game. This is a game where the Knights' spine has to do something. Um, Tyson Frizzell needs to aim up. I, I've been very critical of the Knights forward pack over the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I, I, I still am. I still don't think they're a great forward pack. They've got a lot of names. Um, you know, we need to see Daniel Sosai-Fidi do what he did a few few weeks ago in his, I think it was his 100th game, where he was absolutely outstanding. Um, but, yeah, I, I think in, in a game of who's going to play the worst, um, the Knights should prevail, after that game, um, there is the Seagulls taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Um, just to talk about some team news here, uh, the Eagles um, uh, the, the Eagles have uh, named uh, Paseka, who's been, uh, after a couple of head knocks, has been named uh, this week. Um, he's had to, He will need to satisfy HI Protocols. Um, but it looks like um, he's, he's been named, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Martin T'Pau, uh who's been uh, taped to make uh, is being taped to make his return from a head knock this week as well. Uh, Sends Sean Kepe back to the interchange bex, the bench, Zach Sadler to the extended bench, and um, Tafuwa drops out of the squad. Uh, back rower Curtis Sirinan, um, must wait at least another week to make his comeback from injury. Uh, since Draboyevich's return, the Seagulls have increased their points scored per game from 9.4 to 32.5. So, you know, we were, we were often saying, can one player make a difference? Um, there's the classic uh, case that it can Uh, Thomas Flegler will step into the 13 role for the Brisbane Broncos after Patrick Carrigan's season was ended by an ACL, with John Asiata moving up to take Flegler's spot in the interchange bench. Um, uh, Carrigan out for Brisbane, they'll need a new captain, and hooker Jake Turpin has been uh, handed the C armband ahead of uh, people like Milford Haas. Lodge into vida Pango jr uh, Me replaces Dale Cropley on an extended bench for um, on an extended bench winger Corey Oates has scored eight tries in his past six games against the seagulls so he's had a really good timeout uh, whenever he's played the manly seagulls this game three weeks ago this game looked like it could be a very close affair. Since then, like we said earlier, with Dvojevic out of the side, the Seagulls were averaging about 9.4 points. Now with Dvojevic in the side, they're averaging over 32 points. I think that spells absolute disaster for the Brisbane Broncos, Griff. Um, Who have you got in this game and what's your
1: thoughts? Okay, I tipped against Manly last week and uh, to my detriment – They're on uh, they're on a roll, Manly. Um they they've they've won uh quite well in some games. They've shown an ability, as you just mentioned, that the the, the, uh, the attack which was, was pretty listless uh, early in the year, with Tommy Turbo back, they look a dangerous side, they're scoring a lot of points. Um, Jason Saab has come into the fore with his pace, and I, I know it was mentioned uh, in last week's podcast by either yourself or or, uh, or Graham about uh, the pace of Saab.
0: Yeah, I'm he, he ready.
1: Yeah. He's, so he's got, got a couple more last week. Um, he's, he's a danger, man.
0: And what's scary, Griff, um, is they know how to use him. They're yeah. getting players jamming in, and it, and
1: once he's on his own, holy cow, he is off. We saw what he did, uh, you know, against the Panthers when he went yep. downfield and then Dylan Edwards, you know, tried but just couldn't, couldn't get there. It's too quick, Saab. So um, he's, he's uh, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a turbocharged Saab at the moment because uh, uh, Tommy Turbo had a lot to do with, yes. with with the turnaround in Jason Saab's form because he did very little early in the year. Um, he, he brings out the best in, in his team, Tommy Turbo. He's there. The Broncos don't have anyone in, of, of that class. And, and that's basically the reason I'm going I'm to tip Manley. Um, I still I still think that the Broncos, they're not out of it this year. Because I, I look at those names in the forward pack of Haas, Ricky, Pangai, Junior, Flegler, Lodge, Jake Turpin, I rate as as a good player that forward pack is is going to be, you know, if they fire, this team can win this game. But I just think, I just think Tommy Turbo, he's in a class that, 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 you know, no one, very few in the NRL are are at. And, uh, and he's there. T'Pau comes back this week as well. That's, that's a useful addition. Um, uh, I'm going to tip Madley and uh, I, I think if, if they win this, they, they'll probably pretty much surely go into the top eight, and and uh, and they'll be hard to then remove from the top eight once they get there. Yeah. If Tommy Turbo stays fit, yeah, I agree. And that's the big if, and and um, if he's if, if he gets injured again, that's the end of their that's the end of their season, and, yeah. and it's there's no other team in in the league. Whose fortunes um, surround just one player, like like the fortunes of the Seagulls do in, in Tommy Turbo, but yeah. it's manly for me this yeah. week. Yeah, I agree.
0: Look, um, it's manly for me too. I, j- I just want to highlight a couple of things. I want that that you spoke about, Griff, and that was the uh, you alluded to the Brisbane Ford Pack there, and they've got they they average over sixteen hundred uh, run meters, and when you look at when you look at that. When you look at that run meters, um, yeah, that's pretty high. It shows that they've got a high level of efficacy. The team averaging 11, over 11 errors a game, uh, that's the killer. Um, incidentally, um, stats people, you could you could whinge because um, Manly also averaged 12, or well, over 12, but that was well and truly before Tavojevic. They've really turned that around since he's been back. Um, they're, they're two sides that have... Polar opposite um, um, last five games, you know. Manly are four from five, and um, the uh, Broncos are one from five. Incidentally, the one the one around where Manly lost, um, that's when the Broncos won. So um, look, their their form is polar opposites to each other. I I'm with you. I have Manly. I just think they're doing some. Beautiful things at the moment. We spoke about Saab last week. He's you know they he can finish a try. He's a very good finisher. He's got speed to burn. Dravoyevich is just causing so much defense to come his way. Um, Ruben Garrick, I want to I want to give a shout out to Ruben Garrick and Brad Parker in that back line too. I, I think they're they're also coming to their own with the confidence of someone like Dravoyevich around them, and. Um, you know, daily Cherry Evans, last week, you know, the 40-20, um, he's starting to find more space on the field. I think this guy is just giving everyone so much uh, confidence. And I, too, have Manly winning this game. 3 o'clock on Saturday, 15th of May, we have the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs versing the Canberra Raiders. And sorry, my... my there we go. Sorry, guys, my thing just froze there. My notes. That's what I get for not doing old school. I should have just gone old school. Um, look, it's been much. It's been much um, uh, publicised that Kyle Flanagan's been dropped after he was hooked at halftime. Really felt for that young man. I, I hope um, that the uh, Bulldogs have a fair have a lot of support around him because he is not in a good place at the moment. Um. Jake Averillo inheriting the number seven. Uh, Wakenham will come into five eight. Nick Meany moves into the centers in place of Corey Allen. He'll miss one to three um, weeks with an AC joint injury. And Katoa will be named on the wing. Dylan Narpa makes his return from a shoulder injury. Siamuna Fungai dropping back to the interchange bench. Um, a Tony moves uh, from the bench to the lock position in a swap with Corey Waddell. Um, uh, Matt Durie is another new face on the bench, and he's replacing Ogden. Um, the, the Bulldogs have lost their past seven games at Suncorp, and I think it's probably going to be eight. Um, in, uh, for the Raiders, Rappina is out with a hamstring injury. He's replaced by Vermilli. Uh, Hudson Young is promoted from the interchange to take the place of Lock Ryan Sutton, who's out with an elbow. Josh uh, Hodgson returns from a calf injury. On the bench alongside Dinamos, Louie. Ryan James, which is Joseph with which is an MCL, he's out with an MCL. They're out with Avili dropping to the reserves. Uh, Jared Croker must wait at least till round 11, with nickel clock start um, six to seven weeks away. Look, the Raiders have been outscored 93 to 8 in their past five second halves. So if if the Bulldogs are anywhere at halftime, they might just be able to sneak something. In saying that, um, their their fortunes in the past, their fortunes in the past couple of years have been chalk and cheese compared to one another. But the Raiders are on a downhill slide. They are a shadow of a side that they were in round one with injuries. The Bulldogs just don't know how to win, Gr- Griffo. Um, what are we looking at here in this match?
1: Uh, I think we're looking at the Portaloo game of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it was. I thought it might be the first one, but uh, I now retract what I said and think. <laughs> oh, maybe, could maybe go there's to, a couple. Maybe know you, you know for Well, we used to have. Back when we started, we used to have the Poo and Boots um, game of the week. So Portaloo Poo and Boots. You know we're. This might be the uh, when when I was a when I was a when I was a painter uh, back in my tradie days they used to I, I don't know if they still exist they were called martin shed they know like the when you saw that portaloo come up onto the job site you knew you knew you're in a t- for a tough couple of weeks so
1: well, what's what's the uh, what's the bee's knees of port Shane? Uh,
0: and th- there's those plastic ones I, 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 I actually I I I've, I've got a, I've got the UTA run coming up this this week, and the um and and they've got that plastic. I don't know what brand they are, a Portaloos maybe, um, but they're, they're they're fairly clean, well kept. You know, you pump for your water, and that's yeah. I, I've got to be honest. I, I, maybe if I start naming rounds after Portalous I should do a bit more homework on them, but. Um, they're all crappers to me, so... Oh, They're, yeah. they're
1: not the Royal Dalton of Portaloo, but yeah. No, no. There's nothing better than porcelain, <laughs> and <doable. laughs> That's right. Well, actually, there's plastic maybe, in between. The... Say,
0: maybe there's a... Uh, maybe there's a... Uh, maybe there's a money-making scheme to be had there. Portaloos with porcelain. Indeed. Well,
1: Indeed. Well,
0: can, can you give us
1: anything about this game, Griff? Because I, I'm struggling. I can.
0: Struggling.
1: I can. Both teams... Uh, both teams... Start with CA. Um, True. Canberra. Well, actually, CAN. Yeah. Uh, CAN. Um, and now Canterbury go to CANT. Yes. Can't. <laughs> can't. Um, and I don't, I, I can't see them win it, to be honest. No, no. Um, only because they're the Bulldogs. They're, yeah. they're dreadful. Um, the Raiders have been horrible as well. But You've just got to think that the guys in green have got to start winning soon. Um, there's a class gap between the Raiders and the Bulldogs. And I just think the Raiders will get the job done. Because I think if they can get to 16 at half time, if they're up 16-0, I don't know if the Bulldogs have got 16 no. points in it. Um,
0: I, I, I just think they've got nothing to fight against people like Curtis Scott. Um Jack White and George Williams, Josh Papaliti and Josh Hodgson. that's coming off the bench. I, I, I just can't see anyone for the Dogs being able to remotely match it with them.
1: No, they've got number two Nick Kotrick, who, who was good, a really well. good player at the Raiders. <laughs> he might just turn up backwards. back into the. He might just he's turn backwards. Yes, and I, you know, I, I think the Bulldogs are one of those clubs where, where players go and they get worse. They go and they, you know they go for the money really um, because you don't go there these days to to be in a team that's you know threatening the the premiership these guys have been making up the numbers for a few years they were a powerhouse oh, yeah. throughout the 80s 90s 2000s they were winning cops and even you know in the in, in I don't know what they call them, the teens or the um, we saw them beat the grand final a couple of times. They made it
0: 2012, 2014. They lost, yeah. but they made it both times.
1: That's right. It's not that long ago, but but the, the ever since the towards the end of the Dez Hasler era, there yeah. they've been awful, um, and yeah. Uh, Individually, look, I I, I do believe that most of these players individually, if they're in another team, would be playing better. But they're not. They're in the Bulldogs and they're they're mediocre at best. Um, The Raiders, they have to win this game. If they lose this game, well, I think their season, even though mathematically they'll be right up there still because of the, the way the competition is. I just can't see them doing anything if they can't beat the Bulldogs. Yeah. and can I, just, I do think they will win. Um, uh, I don't know that they're going to win by a big score, but I think for the Raiders, uh, two points will be all the, they need this week. And, and and they'll try and look at that as, as the start of turning the season around.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Griff. I've got the Raiders. Can I just put something out there and, uh, Dogs fans, please – uh, comment on what what I'm about to say. I can't believe Flanagan got dropped, and DWZ is still in the side. He has been playing horrible for years. He is, he is rubbish. He is Like you know, he's, he's 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 forgotten the key purpose of a fullback is to do things like catch the ball, tackle players, don't drop the ball when you're in the space. He I can't believe Flanagan's been playing pretty solid football. You know, it's not as if his Ford pack have done anything for him. He's had to kick him out of trouble from sometimes inside their own 20. And yet DWZ, who's been poof for years, just gets the walk-up start every week. I I don't know what I think, I sometimes think when I'm watching the dogs, I'm in an alternate vortex where he's just playing so bad, but in the other reality that you, everyone else is in, he's playing really well. I can't believe that guy is still there. Kyle Flanagan plays a rubbish half of football and gets dropped. And that's by Trent Barrett, who was a half. I think really that's a weak coaching position considering there's a guy who's taking a truckload more money than what Cole Flanagan is and he's been playing poor all year. You're kidding yourself. The f- I would bomb the daylights out of him this week because you know what? You'll get a drop ball and don't worry if he's in open space because he'll drop it cold. He's doing nothing for that side and you know what? If he's, if, he's, if he's one-on-one with someone defensively, press pause and put a buck on it, because he'll miss the tackle. He can't tackle one-on-one. His positional play is hopeless. And I feel for a young guy who left the Roosters, came to the Bulldogs, has had to kick their their way out of trouble every set. When they, when they won the game, you know, all of a sudden everything's right. They lose a game and, and things are back in the doldrums. If you think that trying this new side is going to do wonders, I'll tell you now, if they win, I'll be happy to eat my hat because I can't see them doing it. I think they're going to be... uh, I think they're actually going to lose, Um, maybe even convincingly. I just can't believe DWZ is still a feature of this side and and Flanagan gets dropped on, on half a poor game of football because... Like I said, I must be watching different games because he's been playing horrendously for years and, and still gets a walk-up start to that full-back position. Um, Hopawati must be looking at him going, what did I do wrong? But anyway, he, he wasn't much chopped there either. Um, we'll move on to the next game, 5.30. I've had my rant there. Um,
1: okay, so that was a bit of a rant. Can I good? just add? Yeah, sure. Um, Please do. Look... Number six, number seven at the Bulldogs, it's just buy your ticket on the merry-go-round. You get get a game or two and then jump off, someone else jumps on. That's not success. That will never lead to success when you are constantly chopping and changing your halves. Um, So this week it's Wakeham and Avarillo. We've seen, as you mentioned, obviously Carl Flanagan there. We've seen Lachlan Lewis there. Um, in, in last year, of course, it was Jack Cogger. There was four. and It's just, it's a merry-go-round and it's, uh, you're not going to get success when you keep doing that. On DWZ. Not number one, mate. It's out of order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. DWZ, look. I I, I used to watch with interest at at Penrith and and look I'll never question this guy's effort no never question his effort he gives it 100% but he's a -a mistake-a-thon he wasn't the Panthers you know he was he was always on about how he wanted to be the fullback there and, and, and he played most of his his time on the wing but but you knew each game that your heart's in your mouth every time he either runs the ball, and he runs 100%, but he doesn't play smart. Um, He runs it 100%, and and he's like 50%. You don't know if he's going to be able to actually successfully hold the ball, and if he does, whether he's going to play the ball correctly. Um, And, you know, he went on to what he believed was going to be greener pastures at the Bulldogs, The only win they had this year, he actually wasn't in the team. Now I'm not saying
0: that's why they won,
1: but I'll put it out there. (laughs) Look, uh, I I know some people who know him. They say he's an absolutely cracking guy. Yeah, a cracking guy. guy. Aren't we all? But we can't all play football. Yeah, I I just uh, uh, and he's captain New Zealand as well. And you know he he he's. His
0: effort is a hundred percent, but I just don't think he plays smart. No, no, I agree. Look, speaking of smart, um, if you're if you're a mathematician, you would know that these two teams last week had a collective uh, against column of ninety eight, and that is this week we see the South Sydney Rabbitohs up against the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. Um, look, if if one of these sides was looking for magic this round they'd want to see it because um, they arrive in Brisbane with their tails between their legs. Look, it was for South Sydney's first loss in eight weeks, um, despite the embarrassing scoreline. Uh, they were down on key personnel, um, but, but, you know, for, 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 you know, assistant coach, coach, whatever you want to call him, Josh Hannay. The sharks, um, they're looking at a 6 straight defeat if they can't find the formula against the Rabidos. Um, look, it, it's 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 going to be a, a very interesting game. Um, a small advantage I suppose for the um, for the Sharks is that Latrell Mitchell fought and lost, and so he's been given another week. Um, so, so he won't be there. Um, Look, the Sharks have lost their way. They are a little bit um, of a shambles. Um, it looks like Dugan and Fafita are getting the call-ups. Um, uh, it's very interesting that the Fafita um, is called up for this game against our Sydney. He's in number 17.
1: Um with been suspended for the last three yeah,
0: weeks, that's yeah. why I hasn't been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I was, I just wasn't sure whether he'd actually make the side, um, even with him being suspended. But looking at, um, look, looking at that, they um, they they're, they're one to they one to thirteen. Um, really hasn't seen much of a change, much of a shift. It hasn't played well. South Sydney, on the other hand, they're going. They've got a few players back. Um, they've got Adam Reynolds back in, which is which is going to which is which is going to help to no end. Um, Cody Walker at fullback. It just seems to be able to give that pass with um, Benji Marshall at number six. Their forward pack: Burgess, Cook, Taitola, Kalamatangi, Suwa, and Knight. It's still missing. Um, it's still missing Cameron Murray, who's a few weeks away. I think last week was the loss that South Sydney were going to have at fifty nil. No one would have predicted that. The Cronulla Sharks, they're they're a bit like the, the, the um they're a bit like the Raiders, but unlike the Raiders, it's really tough to see any hope in that side. Griffo, who's your, what's your thoughts and who's going to win this match?
1: Well, I saw the Sharks last week live and they, um, they offered nothing, really. They, they were, uh, you know, we had a discussion at the game with my mates at the game and talking about, you know, who was the worst team we've seen this year and was it the Cowboys or the Sharks? Um, and, and I said, actually, I thought the Cowboys in, in game one were, were the worst I've seen. They've turned their season around. The Sharks, unfortunately, are on the downhill slide. And it all goes back to the sucking of Coach Morris. Yeah. The the people who made that decision, uh, they've got a lot to answer for, I think. Um, I... I don't know that Josh Hannay is a better coach than John Morris. Um, a Josh Hannay, I don't know if...
0: filling coach. Well, he did it at the Cowboys. I'm not sure if coach. they
1: won any games under his <laughs> leadership. They might have won one. But... Must have been memorable. Yeah. I, I just don't understand that decision. The team has gone south ever since. And I can't see him turn it around. Um, a player who I've got the utmost respect for is Wade Graham. Yep. He was horrible last week. Not that he wasn't trying. It's just he it did look to be running on old legs. Um, he tried hard, but he's, he's just, he's had a lot of injuries. He's had that, uh, that head knock earlier this year. Um, he's he's the captain, and, and he's he's really struggling. Um, William Kennedy, who I think has got some something to offer in attack, he really struggled with the high ball last week. Um, so I've got no doubt that Adam Reynolds will be targeting Will Kennedy. Um, I just can't see the Sharks winning really too many games at all this year uh, it's going to be a battle for them to hold off the Bulldogs the, the the thing about the Bulldogs is they're at two points and the Sharks are on four that might be enough to get the Sharks after to the wooden spoon yeah um, I don't know if the Bulldogs play the Sharks again but um, look this team they literally they've got nothing mm. um And and they had something. I was really impressed with what they did early in the year, Uh, and that's why I just couldn't understand why they sacked Morris. The players' heads have dropped since that time. They they didn't make a line break. I don't think against the Panthers. I think the Panthers outrun them by like a thousand meters or something last week. No, yeah, there's just nothing doing for the for the Sharks. Um, I think we'll see Souths bounce back. Reynolds back in the team makes a lot of difference. They will have a point to prove from last week. Uh, they won't get that that thumping out of their system, and I think they're going to take out their uh, frustration this week on the on the Sharks. And I'm I'm thinking about this possibly as my uh, as my joker for this week because I really think Souths are going to. Pile up a score against Cronulla-Sutherland.
0: Yeah,
1: I I, I I only see a South Sydney win. I I look at South
0: Sydney. I look at South Sydney, and they're not going to they're they're really going to be reeling after what happened last week. Um, they're not going to be happy. Um, they they've got a point to prove, and they're they're doing it against the side whose last five is zero and five. They haven't won a game, whereas South Sydney. Uh, two losses all season um they they weren't you know they basically put a media ban on they they were not a happy um coaching staff last week when they got back um, the press conference from Wayne Bennett would have really stung the players where he said he wasn't surprised um uh, that that I think that was a message to the players that you know you, you've you've been you've been running on luck for three weeks now start running on skill so. Uh, I agree. Um, are they my joker this week? Uh, I, I like Penrith against the
1: Titans. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I got. i haven't got, I had a close look at the yeah. other games, but so, as we go so along. That's,
0: so that's probably – I'll be tossing up between the two. So uh, yeah. at the moment, I've got Penrith, Titans um, as mine, just depending on uh, any last-minute things or, or not that we – not that we know because 'cause they'd have to be in by tomorrow. So I'll be I'll be jumping on Penrith, I think, but I would not be surprised if South Sydney doesn't number this week. Um the next game, which is at seven forty five for round ten, um, fifteenth of May, is the
1: Roosters versus the Cowboys. That's the Sydney Roosters. Sorry, Shano. Yep. Um I'm just looking through the info here. Yep. Um, it's saying Sean Johnson is out. Um Okay. Yeah, uh, so, so star playmaker Sean Johnson will have to wait at least another week to bring right. up his 200th NRL game.
0: Okay, that's interesting. So, um,
1: he, yeah, he... I'm not sure who is. uh don't know. I know his placement is, but he's, he's, six, he's still listed there. He's number six on the team list. Yeah, yes, it's just underneath that. They've got an update. they saying right, he's, okay. he's not travelled okay. to Queensland, so all right, so
0: that's. That's all. That, right, so so he's you, not, you
1: think Moylan comes straight in If he's not,
0: yeah. well, then that's probably why Moylan's on the bench there. So yeah. I'd say Moylan will come in. Well, that's just added more woe. Although <laughs> yeah, we've well, got to say,
1: Johnson. Johnson hasn't been good since he's come back no. from injury. No, but – struggled last week as well. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, they that's just another thing. That, that's uh, just another thing, another problem for the sharks.
0: Most definitely, we have the well thanks to that Griffo. We've got the Sydney Roosters up against the North Queensland Cowboys. Um, look, the, the the you know you think they're down and they just keep pulling themselves up off the canvas. Um, they've got any, they've got a, a injury list that you know you'd need a toilet roll to write on um they just it just seems to be person after person um Drew Hutchins suffered of course those are uh, fractured ribs punctured lung um and adds to the casualty ward um look they'll be battered and bruised um but they're taking on a really hot and cold uh cowboys outfit um you know, when you look at the Roosters, they they've been battling to find some um, some fit players. Um, sorry, guys, my again, my bloody thing is frozen, so they're struggling to find some fit players. Looking at looking at them, yeah, you know, it just seems to be um, they just seem to they just seem to be um, trying to pull players here, there, and everywhere. Look, the Cowboys will be buoyed by their by their game last week. Their one point win against the um against the Broncos. Broncos, far oh, a Mental blank there. See, this is why Graham needs to come back. Um, that one point win against the Broncos. It's fair to say that the that the um Cowboys they can put it on when they need to. Um, look, the Cowboys will be unchanged from last week's one-point win. Um, look, uh, uh, Jason Tamalomo will play his 200th game for the Cowboys, the eighth player to do so. Uh, Lachlan Lamb returns at 5'8". Of course, he's in for Drew Hutchinson. Uh, Tupanua is back from suspension in the back row. Nat Butcher will be put to the interchange bench. Um um, Victor Radley and Sam Walker have both been named of course Radley had a HIA Walker's got a shoulder injury with uh, Suwali again on both them, in really. doubt. yeah they're yeah, in both doubt. both in down yeah, they're, they're they're they're, they're um, especially I got some inside mail today that actually says Radley's out so although it's not officially been named it was a bit of inside mail I got from someone who usually when it comes to Roosters is 100% correct so um, that that definitely helps the Cowboys cause if he is out. Um, if you add to that Walker, um, they're in trouble. Like they're, they're starting to feel a second-class side, the the Roosters. But they've got a classy coaching panel, which you know next to the Melbourne Storm is is absolutely outstanding. It's you know, ne- like next to Melbourne, they're second to none. Um, playing a very hot and cold. Um, Cowboys' outfit, Griff. Where do you see this one happening?
1: Yeah, I uh, I'm going to tip the Roosters, but simply because they are the Roosters, and the other side's the Cowboys. Um, I I've got to tip my tip my hat to uh, to the Cowboys and Coach Payton because for the first four weeks they were rubbish. Mm. Um, the performance that they they Came up with it at um, Blue Bet Stadium in round one was as, almost as bad as any of them I've seen from a from an NRL team for, for some time like up against the Panthers. And, uh, you know, I think they were all in four, but they've turned it around. I think about one, you know, four out of their last five. Um, so they're actually doing really well. Um, they're in form. They've got some, some quality playmakers in uh, Drinkwater and Valentine Holmes who are in form. Tamalolo, uh, and I didn't see the game against the Broncos. He was, from what I saw, he got the three Dally M points. It was he was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, like so,
0: back, back to his best. like all Back right. to the so whole.
1: That makes a huge difference. Back to his
0: 10-year uh, 10 10 year signing best.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he's obviously got his head screwed on now. Um, He he was unhappy earlier in the year and then the coach came out and criticised him publicly. And then he had uh, one broken hand on one hand and then another broken hand on the other hand. Uh, And... uh, but now he's back, and, and he's, he's, you're saying he's back to his best so. Oh, He was last week, it was like okay, one in the clock. He was, that's good news. He was to,
0: stepping again, you know, like he was stepping yeah, again, he was tackling.
1: Yeah, he, okay. You know,
0: that, 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 that it's that Jason Tomalomo, when he's on, you just hate being the opposition.
1: Yeah. Um, they're, they're a big chance, a big, big chance. Um, particularly, you know, you're saying Rudley's out. Uh,
0: well, You're that's thinking. that's the mail I'm getting. It's nothing official
1: yeah. from the club. Oh, right? yeah. Well, look, you know, I heard as well. It was it was, it was you know there was a big big question mark on him. I'm not quite sure who who comes off that reserves bench. Uh, you, you'd think Nat Butcher would, yes. would go into yeah. Radley's spot, and then someone's got to come in there. Um, yeah. Uh, if Walker's out, you, you've got to think. Um, Joey Manu goes to six and Lockie Lam to seven, which opens the way for for Joseph Suwali yeah. to come into the the team. Um, so, there's a few question marks about the Roosters, but they're still the Roosters. Yeah, they've still got the likes of James Tedesco, Joey Manu. Uh, they got Wera Hargreaves up front. Crichton Tupaneu was back this week. They missed him last week. Uh, I'm still gonna, I'm gonna tip the Roosters, but uh, yeah, Cowboys are a big chance, especially if those guys are not there. Yeah, I, I look the the
0: the Roosters are the Roosters, and any side that has the likes of Tedesco, Tupo, Morris, Manu, Ikavalu, um, you know, Isaac Liu, Wera Hargreaves, Crichton. Tupanua, uh, Butcher coming off the bench, possibly for Radley, that's still a quality rugby league side. And I look at that and just think with the processes they've got and what is arguably one of the best coaching systems in the NRL, um, they should go on and win this match. And again, for everything you said, Griff, I I like what the Cowboys are doing uh, lately. They're, they're doing some good things, but they're not the roosters. Um I thought last week they should have dominated in times where they didn't. Uh, again, they're a bit like the Sharks. They they have a bit of the dropsies in their own forty, which puts a lot of pressure on them. And when you're relying on one player like Tom Alomo to to do all the tackling and the attacking, um, that won't wash against the side like the Roosters. Their defensive structures are going to be far too smart for that. And um, you know, beating the uh, beating the Broncos by a point whilst to get you. Um, Two on the ladder. Uh, the Broncos are nowhere near the caliber of class that the Roosters are, even with all their injuries. I'm with you, mate. I've got the, um, I've got the Roosters. So moving forward to Sunday at 1:50, we have the New Zealand Warriors up against the Parramatta Eels. And yes, for those of you who are wondering, Parramatta will field 17. Um, it was looking a bit iffy there. Um, the COVID bubble burst on uh, burst on the Eels, but however, they will be um, they will be able to um, uh, make um, the field with full with a full complement of players. Thanks to Brad Arthur's son Jake, who who, who is set to make his debut. Um, look, the Eels, regardless of of what happened regarding those players last week. Um, they had a fairly they, they had a fairly physical win over the Roosters whilst they were under strength. Their season keeps rolling on the Parramatta Eels. Um, when you look at when you look at the Eels' um, first victory over the Roosters since 2016, it really does them well. It keeps them second place on the ladder. Look, the Warriors—they're just clinging to eighth spot. Um, there again, I feel they're a bit like the yo-yo team. They're up and down. You're not too sure what you're going to get. Um, ben Murdoch-Masilla for the Warriors returns in the second row with Bailey Siren, and he'll drop to the reserves. Um, and the only change from last week's loss to Manly. Roger Tuovas' Sheck has scored eight tries from 10 games against the Eels, so he's had some good hit-outs late, lately. Uh as we said just a minute ago coach Brad Arthur has named his son Jacob to make his NRL debut at 58 for the suspended Dylan Brown Wonga Blake uh, comes back from that calf injury with in what would be considered as a timely return um, at center for um Nik- I'm with you I always getting mixed up with the um yeah,
1: with the
0: Nicore, Nicore for and
1: are Nikora and for the sharks, sharks.
0: Nikore, he's decoray Nikore, um he's uh he's coming in um
1: out water gross some place. hair and and, and that's right. you know right remember the old guy yes. that's getting a shower As I that's right that's a there. shampoo is. my that's hair that, that takes I that. really love Maratza Nekore. That's, that's true. Yes, well, Or Britton Nekore. I I can that they're yeah, two nah,
0: different n- people. N- 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 that's how I yeah. remember that. That's yeah. good. Um, and Walmart Blake comes in for him, of course. Um, Hooker Reed Marnie uh, and Locke Nathan Brown have both been named, of course. Uh, Reid Marnie, HIA, Nathan Brown, hip, with Sean Lane reverting to the bench. Ray Stone replaces Hayes Dunster. One, one of the favourite names of mine in the um in the NRL on the bench hooker Joey Lussick and uh, half Jordan Rankin have been named as covers in the reserves. Um, the selection of Arthur Stone and Lussick and Rankin, who participated in New South Wales Cup last week and did not observe the bubble protocols, does mean that they will be immediately they does not mean they'll be immediately granted permission to play. Um, So, look, the players must um, observe the Level 3 protocols um, and get a COVID test before they depart to Brisbane. Um, After they meet the criteria, they'll be subject to biosecurity approval. So, you know, it was a real clangor by Parramatta knowing that they're going up to Brisbane this week. Um, I have no idea what the coaching staff or the board were thinking. Um, They clearly weren't um, because they knew they were going to have to go interstate and they basically buggered it. Um, I bet you they looked at thinking they were, playing at, um, they were going to be playing at the Central Coast this week, but that's wrong. I'm Look, Griffo, um, when I look at this game, I, I think it's got some tantalising um, match-ups in saying that I'm not too sure uh, who I'll be picking just yet. I'll be very keen to get your thoughts. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, firstly, I think uh, these guys uh, from Parramatta should not be able to play. Um, No. It's ironic that the team they're playing are the team that have suffered most as a result of COVID, Uh, particularly, you know, last year, the the Warriors. um, And yet, here's Parramatta flaunting um, what every other club did last week, and that is... Not play their their New South Wales Cup players um, with this week in in heart, in mind. Well, I, I think it's not right that these guys play. I, I don't think they should. Can I agree um, with
0: you there wholeheartedly, Griff? I actually think. I actually think if if I know they got to get COVID testing and, and whatnot, I actually think this is starting to set a really dangerous precedent here. That basically says you can have your cake and eat it too. Against a side who have sacrificed a lot, I wish the NRL had put a red pen through them from the outset. And you know what? If they were struggling with fielding seventeen, too bad.
1: Yeah, well, look, I think I think they were they were okay with seventeen, but eighteen. Sorry, with they were, trouble, they were struggling yeah. outside. You yeah. know, outside of that. Well, well I
0: think well, too bad.
1: That's their only fault. Fo- that's their own fault. Unlucky. You know, they 17. they they did the wrong thing. Every other club did the right thing last week. Um, and I, I was reading about the Panthers with this huge win in um, in, in the uh, New South Wales Cup, uh, playing all these guys who had to come up from FLEG yep. and and, and bring them in from St Mary's. But I didn't realise that yeah, you know, pretty much all clubs had done the same. Yeah.
0: Um, it should have been called off. The round should have been called off.
1: Well, yeah, I... Yeah, I'm not happy about. You now, I'd be really dirty if I was a Warriors supporter. Given you know the, the difficulties they've had, and they're yep. still over here living in in, in another country, um, not playing any home games in their in their own home ground, which I haven't done for a long, long time. And they've they've gone by the rules. Yep. And and I'd I'd be really dirty if if I was a Warriors supporter that the. You know, we see listed, you know, Jacob Arthur, um, Ray Stone with asterisks next to their name. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. Li- you know, the likelihood is they're going to play. Um, they're, they're not allowed to, to train with the team this week. Well, big whoop. They've been training with the team all over the summer. Yeah. Um, I, I give the Warriors a chance. But again, it's just one of those teams, as you said, you just don't know how they're going to go. Um, Paris team, which has been quite stable for most of the year, there's a number of changes there. We've got Nikore, one of the Knicks, out in the centres. We've got one of Blake back for his first game. Dylan Brown, um, you know, We've come up possibly with a new nickname for him, which um, uh, Dylan Brown. He's out and, and Arthur's in. Now, Arthur uh, is the coach's son. Um, so it's, it's sort of a, a thing where NRL coaches seem to be uh, – is it sire? Is that the, the race in turn? Yes, yeah, sire. The father? Yep. Uh, they seem to sire halves. You know, it's, uh, Nathan Cleary at Penrith. Um, Carl Flanagan is the uh, the son of a former NRL coach. He's in the halves, and now Jacob Arthur. Yeah. Um, all reports are that young Arthur is is, is quite a good player. Um, they are very excited by the prospect yeah. of this young man starting. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so no, that no, be I've interesting. I've watched him a few games. He's he controls the game very well. Uh, With a lot of space, he's got a very good kicking game. Um, Don't know if he'll have that
1: space in the NRL, but definitely in the lower grades,
0: his kicking game is pretty
1: good. Yeah, okay. I did see him in the trial. I didn't take that much notice. Uh, I didn't didn't see him stand out in the trial earlier in the year. But um, the guy who did stick out in the trial uh, and who's been the buyer of the year is in number 11, Isaiah Pupaliti. This is where I think Para probably win the game uh, with with their forward pack. Now, Reed Marnie went off last week with a HIA. Um, so you'd think, well, even if he does play, you, you don't think he's going to be quite at 100%. He's been outstanding this year. Um, I like the Para forward pack. I've got to tip Para simply on form. I, yeah. I, I do think the Warriors are a big chance... Um because there have been a few significant changes in the Eels side this week. But uh I got a tip Para um simply because they're running second and, and they've been really good um in all but the game basically against the Dragons. Mm. And the Warriors, while you know they've played some really good rugby league you, there's a bit of a gap between their best and their worst, and you just yeah, again it's it's, one of these sides you just don't know are they yeah, going to be at their best or yeah, not? It's, so and it's, it's
0: and the distance between them is is cany- the canyon esque. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's even within one game. Yeah, like, yeah, hundred uh, percent. They can yeah. switch on and off. And like yeah. we said, the diff, mate, it's, it's 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 akin to the Grand Canyon. The distance between their um yeah. their the the good and uh and they're bad. I agree with you, Griff. I think for me, the the, the area in which when we look at this game, the backline for the for the for the Warriors just seems to try and do it for them every week, and their forward pack just don't. Uh, been really disappointed in their forward pack, um, considering they've, they've got some people of note. Um, when I look at it, now... Harris Tevita, I was very critical of his kicking game uh, earlier this year. I still am. I don't think he's got one of the best kicking games. But he does add this spark in defense, in attack, sorry, uh, which helps Cody Nicarima um, create some things. Uh, RTS, of course, he, he's just a, he's in a class of his own in that side. He, he is just outstanding. Unfortunately, he is not. He, they don't have enough people around him that, that can add add value, that, that can help him there. Like I said, their forward pack needs to really spark up. A guy who I'm challenging this week from their forward pack is Wade Egan. I really think if he's going to be in the hooking role, he needs to tackle very hard in defence in that, tighten up that middle, and he needs to kick out a dummy half. He needs to get them forward. Um, look, the, the, the Parramatta Eels are without some players, on the flip side, their forward pack is absolutely on song at the moment, and the backs are reaping the rewards. Um, there was a set of six last week or the week before. I can't can't remember which week it was. Where the Fords, the the fullback ran the ball, um, in, in Clint Gutherson, and he made about fifteen meters. The Fords took the second, third, fourth tackle and they were up near the 20 of the opposite. They just had this, and they've done it a few times this year where their forwards are happy to come back and do the work, and and it just creates space out wide that they can just go too wide of the ruck, and Ferguson can run another 15 meters. I think it's very skillful play from them. It's very committed play from their forward pack, something that, a word that just doesn't akin to what the, um, the uh, New Zealand fullback is at the moment. Look. New Zealand are a very, very clever team when they want to be. They can do some things right. I just don't think they have the level of class this week against Parramatta. I was thinking an upset at times with this game, but I just can't see it happening. I've got Parramatta winning as well um, uh, to kick off our magic round on Sunday. The second game is at 4.05, and it is the Melbourne Storm up against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. And when we look at what the Storm did last week, they were absolutely scintillating against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, whilst the Dragons, well, they broke a three-game losing streak, um, they they um, basically beat the Bulldogs. So I know Carr made history, of course, what we talked about earlier, the six tries. Um, the the, the the Dragons, having lost real are on the bounce back, but they're going to have to bounce pretty damn high to, to beat the Melbourne Storm this week. Look, Brandon Smith is suspended. Harry Grant has a hamstring. Cam Munster, foot, um, both injured. Brian Pappenhausen, uh, his shoulder, is named in the reserves. Craig Bellamy, he's named Riley Jacks at 5'8", and Kenny Bromwich in a hooker. Uh, Kamakamika shifts to the second row, and Finucane starts in lock with Tyson, Suzy, and Tom Eisenhooth joining the bench. So it's good to see them back, especially Tom. Um, the Storm, well, they've scored thirty, uh, they've scored forty or more points in the last in five of their past six games. They are an attacking juggernaut at the moment. For the Dragons, Ravalawa returns from suspension. He's on the wing. Um, He'll replace Figo with uh, Fama places um, Replaces um, the debutant Junior Amone on the bench. The Dragons, will they've scored 30 points or more in three of their past four games against the Melbourne Storm. Whether that happens this week um, is another thing. Look, Griffo, I look at this game... <sighs> No matter what I say about the Dragons and what they did last week, they are coming up against an absolutely red-hot team in in more ways than one. They're not going to rush back Pappenhausen. He's going to be out for another week. You would not put him in against the the Dragons thinking you're some sort of trouble. I can't see anything but a Storm win and probably a very good win at that. Can you convince me otherwise, Griff?
1: Well, um, if you're the Dragons, I think you give yourself a big show this week. Um, normally, you play in the Storm. I, I'm, I'm 100% Storm. Hmm. I'm about 95% Storm because well, some of their best players are out this week. Um, Harry Grant... Cameron Munster, Brandon Smith. And it would be the question mark, well, Pappenhausen's not listed in the top 17. I think the storm come right back to the field. Um Jerome Hughes is there. He's been he's been outstanding forum. Carr obviously, we know what he can do. Olam's, you know, he is dynamic in the centers, and Remus Smith's been very good. Nicole Hines has been good. But Nico Hines is not Pappenhausen. Riley Jacks is certainly not Cameron Munster. And Kenny Bromwich playing number nine is neither Brandon Smith nor Harry Grant. So I I can't see that, you know, we're going to... I definitely don't think we're going to see a big storm victory. Um, I, I give the Dragons a chance. But... In saying that, I just I struggle. I struggle to tip the Dragons in a game where they play the Storm. Uh, storm forwards are still that awesome power pack. Um, and again, you've got a guy like Asofa Solomona coming off the bench. Um, Tommy Eisenhuth is back this week. He was out last week they've still got plenty of power up front. And I think that's where they win the game. I, I'm, I don't see Kenny Bromwich as, as a number nine, but they've lost. It's, it's amazing that you've got a guy like Brandon Smith and Harry Grant, who both, you know, well, Harry Grant, I rate the best number nine in the game, and Brandon Smith's in the conversation. Uh, and then you've got to go to Kenny Bromwich, who, who, you know, he's a really good back rower, but I don't think he's a nine. They've got Smoothie on the bench. I, I would have just gone with Smoothie to start off the game. Uh, he is a number nine rather than your makeshift in, in Kenny Bromwich. In yeah. um, saying all that, I will take a moment, but, uh, you know, I do think I do give the Dragons a big, big chance uh, because Melbourne are losing the guys that are largely responsible for the winning games. Um I just think I still think they got you know the forwards to to take control. It's really gonna be up to Jerome. The winning of this game is going to be the number seven, Jerome Hughes. Mm. If he fires Melbourne win. If he doesn't, well I think the Dragons can get him. And, and Jerome Hughes can really insist it uh, I think Melbourne Slightly uh, go in as winners but, by, but not by a big margin Shane?
0: Yeah, I look Really, I agree with, it, with everything you say there I, I was talking to a young Dragons fan today And, and, and you know, sort of talking about where, what What's the silver lining And I said, look It's very rare that you play the Storm And you have a far more settled spine than they do And when you look at the spine of St George um, Dufty Corey Norman, Ben Hunt, and um, Andrew McCulloch. That that's a, that's a, that's you know, it's a far more settled spine than than what the um, than what the Storm are presenting. I agree with you in some way. I think that um, Kenny Bromwich at number nine is a bit of smoke and mirrors. I think Smoothie's going to actually start, um, but um, that's just me. I I I agree. I do agree with you. I, I think if there's a week, look, I wish they, I wish the storm had put this team in last week, but, um, <laughs> um, but it would have only been thirty nil. Um, but I look at the, I look at St George and St George to be looking at this going. If we want to have some key matchups against the Storm, work one on one and play. Good football. This is might be the week to do it, and I, you know, I, I think Jack Bird's starting to to come into his own in the side. Um, be very keen to see what Josh Maguire does. I think if this forward pack of um, Lowry, Vaughn, Kerr, Sims, and Maguire can 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 get some traction, they are a red hot shot. I look. I think the Storm are going to win. It's going to be by a very, very small margin. And the St. George's have to do everything right. They've got to hold the ball, complete their sets, good kicks, good kick chases, good fifth tackle options, please, Ben Hunt, good fifth tackle options. Um, they do all that right because, you know, Adam he was doing it for him. He was His fifth tackle options were on point. Um, they do all those things right, they're going to trouble the storm. I don't think they're going to win, but far out, I wouldn't be surprised. This is the, this is, of all the games this week, this is the one that smells of upset. So, um, it's going to be very, very interesting to watch because, um, the Dragons, if they win this game, this is one that I don't think anyone would have pictured them winning. Uh, ladder wise, that really does put them up there on 12 points. And if we have the Roosters losing, they're going to be equal with the Roosters and, um, you know that might have actually put um, that might actually put a gap between um, between them and the Titans because the Titans this week they have round out our uh, Magic Round match with a game against the Penrith Panthers who are in absolutely red hot form. they they're they're, um, they're undefeated at the moment. Look, the Gold Coast they've shown some attack at times this season, but. Look, they're going to have to do it. To, they're going to have to do it this weekend because the Penrith Panthers' um, defence has just been out of this world. It's been in such good form. I, I actually think their def- a lot. Of, I know a lot's been made of Penrith's attack. I think their defence has been the hallmark of their play, and I've. I'm going to chuck it out there. I think for the first 10 rounds of a season, they've got the best defense of any team in the last 20 years. They are outstanding at this point in time. Um, Look, the Titans, they rank sixth in points scored, but Penrith have only conceded 60. Now, that's about 6.67 a game, or 6.7 a game. I think it's 6.66, would be. Um, um, The biggest score against them is 16 points by Manly in round eight. Where, where Manly had Trevojevic back, and, and we know what they've done. They've averaged 32 with him. So, you know, it, it's no 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 surprise that that's the team that's averaged most against them. Look, the 36-28 victory over West um, snapped the three-game losing streak. It gave the Titans a bit of a boost, I think. Um, they have to play above where they are on the ladder. They have to play out of their, their skin. Um Look, Tino was sent home from the Gold Coast training on Wednesday. Um, he's getting over a, a bout of gastro, so um, yeah, no one wanted to tackle him, and quite frankly, he didn't want to be tackled. <laughs> like, no, I heard there was no scrum uh, practice that day. Um, look, he's, he's in no doubt a playing at this stage. He's just gone home, and uh, he's no doubt on the Lucas aid, and he'll be right. David Fafita was named on Tuesday. But, he, of course, um, he received a two-match suspension after unsuccessfully having his grade two high tackle charge downgraded. Um, Furmore will move to the second row to replace for feeder. Uh, Masters is a chance to start at centre. Um, Tanner Boyd retains the 5'8 jersey. Look, the Titans, they've conceded about 140 points in their last four games. So, they defensively, they're, they're shot ducks. Um, playing a red-hot team in the Penrith Panthers. Kirk Capel he'll miss a week after his failed HIA in round nine. Uh, Liam Martin starting, because that's not a great replacement. They're just they're so blessed, Penrith. They've got such depth. Um, um, Hopgood will be joining the bench. Uh, he is a debutante, uh, Griffith, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Hopgood. Oh, yes. Yep, yep.
1: Mama, what's that? He sounds like one of the one of the Jackson brothers. Yeah, Jermaine. Jermaine. Yeah. Oh, look, I have seen him play Jermaine, and, and he looks he's 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 a very hardworking player. Um, very. I, I see him as uh, similar to Liam Martin uh, in the way that he gives a hundred percent. He's not a big guy, but he will do his best. So go Jermaine, go Jermaine. Um, Jermaine so Jermaine uh, Tino, we're almost there. Yeah, look, uh, the, the surprising thing for me, I'm not quite sure, Shane, what's happened to Spencer Lanoue. Um He was left out of the side last week uh, with a report saying they wanted to give him more game time playing in the New South Wales Cup. Well, of course, he, he didn't play at all. Um, mm. But you want to give him more game time. I'll just give him more game time against the Sharks. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're virtually New South the Wales Cup, Cup side. Um, so... I think there's a bit more to it than that. Um, I think so too. Um, uh, he's a quality player and, and you don't want him wearing 19. You want him in, no. in the 17. So no, I don't right. know whether he turned up late to training or something, but I, there's I, got to be more to it than a, that. It, it, sound, it,
0: almost, it almost sounds of discipline, doesn't it? Well, it does. It yeah. does. Yeah. And in other um, team news, Griffo, just to add to that, of course, Momorowski is available, but why would you replace Matt Burton?
1: Yeah, look, poor old Paul Momorowski um, – the worst thing that happened to him this year was, Not was at, uh, the high tackle because he's lost his place uh, to Matt Burton. And and we've seen Matt Burton's has been an absolute sensation uh, in the centres. So barring injury, um, obviously state of origin as well. I, I can't see Momorowski coming back into the side until uh, one of those guys in the back line is either injured or or they do have to do a reshuffle. Uh, for example, you'd think, you know, Lui and, and Cleary will be the halves for New South Wales, at least one of them, um, again, barring injury, uh, in which case Matt Burton will go into the halves, and that opens the door for Paul Um You've got to think, Penrith, this week um, are going to beat the Gold Coast. Uh, the Titans are in the eight. They are a team that scores a lot of points. They have no trouble scoring points. Um, that this week, will, I think they'll find it a little bit more difficult up against the Panthers. As you mentioned, their, their defensive record this year. Um, I will say the Gold Coast Titans are a chance of, of beating the, uh, the highest score against the Panthers in 16 points. Uh, if they're going to do that, they're probably going to do it in the first 20 minutes, the bulk of those points. As we've seen, they come out of the gates very, very quickly and then uh, uh, and then it turns around. Um, and then done that in a number of games for the Titans, some of which they've been able to win like last week and others where they were run down um, by, for example by the Broncos. Uh, they... They look, um, they, they look weak in, in terms of, of their, their ability to stop teams from scoring. They, they're really good with ball in hand. Um, and we've seen them score length through the field, tries uh, some amazing uh, highlights and uh, the highlights reel for the Titans. But the lowlights reel is, is almost uh, just as, as, as big. Um so these guys they're they without their their best weapon in attacking in Fafita as a result of his two week suspension, um that's a massive loss. With Fafita there, you'd think okay, you know, they might test Penrith. But without Fafita, um, it becomes really the Panthers are looking at AJ Brimson and controlling him because no one else in the team you think is going to really worry him too much. Um, Kelly's a good player, Uh, obviously Big Tino, but he's playing in the middle. He's playing number 10. You don't think he's going to be uh, someone who's going to worry them too much um, in defence. Obviously, close to the line, he's he's a chance of scoring with with his size and his strength. But the other guys, I think Penrith... Their defence will be able to control. Um, the question mark is, are the Gold Coast Titans able to control the Panthers? Um, we haven't seen too many teams that have kept Penrith. Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure what their lowest score is uh, in any of the games. It might have been the Melbourne game. They they, uh, they haven't racked up too many huge scores, apart from last week when they put on 48. And I think... I think they've they got a record score against Manly. Um, Manly's worst ever loss at Brookfield. I think might have been against the Panthers earlier, and he was out forty six to six or something like that without Turbo. So there's been a few games where they've they've hit the forties, but in general, um, they've won games with their with their defence, as you mentioned, um, just controlling the game. Uh, Nathan Cleary now leads the Dally M. uh last year. We all thought he was going to win it. He didn't. He could actually run third. Um, uh, I think he will control this game. and I, I think the Gold Coast will find it a lot harder to score points than, than in the opposition they've had over the last few weeks where they've consistently gone over 30 points, sometimes with a victory, sometimes not. Um it too much. Uh, too much. Of the Titans is is going to depend on just two players in in Big Tino to lead them in the forwards and and, and Brimson with his he's an absolute quality player mm. and um, he's the guy that they'll be looking to control. Um, they've done the job against Tommy Turbo. They've done the job against Kalen Ponga, and I dare say they'll they'll be able to control AJ Brimson as good as he is, Shane. Yeah, I I agree with
0: everything you say. Um, Just on on what you're talking about, Penrith and big wins, I think with Penrith, like, they're they're winning games 24, 30. The the problem is the opposition are scoring six, you know? Like, they're winning games 24 to 6 or 30 to 10, where oppositions would win that game 42, 22. Like, Penrith just do the job, and they do it so well. And... They remind me of the of a lot of the modern era teams of the last ten years who, who who don't necessarily have big scores, but they strangle out the opposition and they do it so well. Um, kicking to corners, Luai is is just as much a 5'8 as anyone else in the competition. You got Cleary; they've just got a plethora of players. Exactly what you said, Griff. I. I can't see in any way, shape, or form them being troubled. I actually think this is another week where the, where the um, Panthers will put the foot on the throat of the Titans. I've got them for my margin. They're my joker of the week. They're going to win by a truckload. Um, I've got the Panthers. Well, everyone, that is all the rounds preview. That is all the games preview for the Magic Round. Um, Of rugby league this week Um, We hope your team plays well Unless they're playing Unless they are the Titans and the Sharks I hope they don't play well at all Outside of that Wherever you are in rugby league land Have a great week Stay safe, be good, take care And watch the footy See you later everyone
1: Yeah look I just want to say uh, Shane uh, You've taken over the captaincy tonight Uh, Our captain's been out He's the man, uh, Graham, obviously, who steers the ship each week. And uh, I don't have a boat license, so I'll never be steering. I don't know, Griff. Um, <laughs> I do know. Um, I am the uh, the guy who, who's got no uh, technical know how. Uh, so thanks for all you've done tonight, Shane. Oh, wish Anytime. Graham a, a speedy recovery. Most definitely. And uh, I, I you know, again, Thanks to all the listeners over, you know, wherever you are in the world. It, it's our great pleasure each week to, um, to put this together. Uh, we hope you enjoy it and uh, enjoy Magic Round this week. Uh, we didn't have it last year, um, so hopefully the Magic will be there and uh, we'll see eight great games in NRL. Have a beautiful week, guys.
0: Take care, everyone.